Tier Opinion Show do not necessarily represent those of the management and staff of WTCA. It's the What's Your Opinion Show, our daily talk show focusing on you, the people, events, and issues of Marshall County. Now here's your hosts, Kathy Bodorf and Rusty Nixon. Yeah. We're back. Yeah, you. Life is... There was a puff of smoke over there. There's Kathy. Oh, that was just me turning the heater on. (laughs) Oh, I thought you were... That's a puff of smoke. I thought you were stretching your ninja skills a little bit there. (laughs) Showing off. Could be, so... Hope everybody had a wonderful Christmas with their friends and their families. And I know a few of my friends and families... Ended up with COVID, and now we're dealing with that. But uh, hope everybody was had a good holiday. Somebody got COVID. Somebody, okay, out. all right. Yeah, more than one, I'm sure. That you know, it's it's still floating around out there. Oh yeah, so it is. You don't have COVID though. No, I don't. I've been tested seven thousand times in the last two weeks. <laughs> You're yes. at the point now, it's like, I wish I had COVID, so... Kind of, just so maybe one of them would show up. Get the antibodies and get done with it, but... Um, when I went to the doctor the other day, it was uh, interesting, because I, I said, well, some of those have been those home tests. Um, yes. And I said, I'm sure they're not as scientific. She goes, oh, no, those are the same ones we give. She goes, are are they really? Yeah. I... I would not have expected no. that. I'm kind of like you. I'd have been, yeah. nah. no, Nurse told me those were pretty much exactly the same ones, so that they're, ver- they're very accurate, just like the ones they give. So. Wow, that's fantastic. If you, if you can find one. <laughs> uh, well, that's true. In fact, uh, when we were in South Carolina, let's see, we went down, we do- drove down on Tuesday. We got there Tuesday evening, and we made it in 10 hours on the way down, and traffic was heavy. Oh, yeah. um, but we still made it in 10 hours. I was really surprised. Um, and then Wednesday, uh, David wrestled in a tournament near their house. I, I, I don't know where. but um, So we went and watched him wrestle. And um, he won his weight class in that tournament. He was also voted outstanding wrestler of the tournament in the upper weights, um, they they do too. One for the lower weights and one for the upper weights. Um, and as one coach said, David, maybe you should give this to somebody else because every tournament that the, the Burns High School team has been to this year, he has been the outstanding wrestler. So, But we got to watch him wrestle, and that was fun. And then the next morning, he was to have wrestling practice, um, and he didn't go, and Maddie had a runny nose and didn't feel good. Yeah. She was up in the night and everything. So that day I went searching for a COVID home test, which yeah. you can't hardly can't find, find down there. We never did find one, but David's sickness went away after he missed wrestling practice. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, uh, it's funny how that works. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, and Maddie just, uh, you know, we got some Tylenol cold type stuff for her, and that seemed to help. She just had a runny nose. But, you know, as I was like, uh, do we need to get some COVID tests down here and, you know, check this yes. out? But I felt pretty safe since I had just had it. Right. I felt like I had the antibodies and I'm I'm pretty good. But when we would go into a gas station and stuff like that, actually even when we did some shopping, I would I put a mask on um, to be inside. Even though I'm vaccinated two times, um, I need to get my third one. But I didn't want to get my third one because I've heard a few people say they got sick the next day right. afterwards and I didn't want to get it before I went down there and be right. sick. So... I'll work on that maybe this week. Maybe that will be my New Year's resolution. Get I, get the get booster. The booster. I I gotta believe they work though, because uh, like I said, I've had a bunch of negative tests, and I've yes. had a lot of close contact, and <laughs> I mean multiple close contacts, and I haven't gotten it. Now I had this before those close contacts, so this came on, and you know it's going around. I think I've heard a lot of people that have this. Um, I don't know. With me, it's just the cough is so unbelievably <laughs> painful at this point. Because you cough so much, too, and I'm sure. so hard. Yeah. Um, and if I could get rid of that, I'd at least feel better. So, yeah, let's hope. We'll see, yeah. Um, and then, let's see. On, oh, on the 23rd, then, that's when Katie and Dave did our Christmas surprise for Jim oh, and I okay. for I've Christmas been, this year. been wanting to know what this is. And so um, David said, okay, so we're going to leave the house about 7.30. And they said, well, there's some inside and some outside, so dress warm. Believe me, I didn't take my winter coat down there because I looked at, oh, 57, 59. Yeah. You know, it's going to get into the 70s, so it's like, oh, we should be good. That evening, it was 29 degrees outside, and we had to stand outside in a line and wait for a while. And I, so fortunately, I did take some gloves, but I, I layered up, so I had a lot of layers on and had my gloves, and, and it was fine. But they took us to a candlelight tour of the Biltmore Estate oh. in Asheville. Cool. And um, Jim and I, we drove there once. We went to South Carolina with some friends, or we were on our way to Florida maybe, and we stopped at Katie and Dave. So we drove up to the Biltmore because it's about 45 minutes to an hour north of them. So we drove up, and it was in the afternoon, and it was like, we don't have enough time to give it justice because right. it is a pricey tour. Yeah. So we didn't go do it. And since then, Jim and I have said, one of these days, we're going to take the time and go to the Biltmore. One of these right. days. One of these days. And so they took us to a candlelight tour. Our tour was at 945 at night. Wow. And the, the last tour, I think, was at 1030 at night. Every 15 minutes, they roll a tour through. Right. And um, so we got there early enough that uh, we could go. They have a, a stable area adjacent to the house. And... In there, are the, there's little shops where the stables were, like there's little shops, and you can go in there, and there's a restaurant there, and um, a place that sells cocoa and right. libations and that kind uh, of stuff. Yeah, okay. uh, let's see, there was a place that sold candy and fudge and uh, an ornament. Pla- I bought a Christmas tree ornament for the Bill of uh, the Biltmore for my 
own little memory and stuff, but um, just absolutely phenomenal. I mean, when you actually think about this, um, this house has 250 rooms, and they started construction on it in 1889. Yeah. I mean, to, to fathom building something that huge yeah. in Asheville, Kentucky, or Asheville, North Carolina, is just kind of weird. Um, but uh, it took six years to build, and they actually officially opened it on Christmas Eve in 19, or 1895. So it's kind of neat that we were there, like, you know, right. many years later. But um, we got in line and then you have to stand outside for until your tour and then finally it's your turn and we used a self-guided tour so we had this like little right. listening device yeah. we put up to kind of like a, like you're talking on a cell phone right you walk into a room and it says press one so you press button number one and it tells you about the room and i, I don't know we probably saw jim and i probably we saw the main floor and the second floor um, of, of a portion of the home. Obviously, right. they don't show you the whole thing because if there's 250 rooms, right. it's going to take yeah. too long. Um, but we saw the main floor and the second floor. And then the third floor, there's an elevator. The original elevator is 126 years old. It was an Otis elevator, and it is still operational. Um, but they can only take two people in it at a time. Um, but so we actually got to go up to the second floor in the elevator and saw the rooms there, which are the are the bedrooms and private family right. gathering spaces. And then you take, I think they said it was 34 steps to the third floor. And I'm not sure. there. I think there are more bedrooms up there, but I don't know because I didn't take the 34 steps and the elevator didn't go to the third floor. Right. So... Jim and I went in another room on the second floor, and they had a video there. So we got to see, you know, we actually got to see the fourth floor, which Katie and Dave didn't get to see. Yeah. It's where the um, maids and then the butlers and all of them live up there. We got to see pictures of the pool area, which uh, Katie was telling us is when the pool was put in. It's an indoor pool. When it was put in, obviously, there were no pumps and filter systems and that so every three days they would drain and fill the pool. So wow. This guy, yeah, takes a little water. Uh, yeah, it certainly does. When you think about this, this home inside there are four acres of floor space under this roof. There are thirty-five bedrooms, forty-three bathrooms. And 65 fireplaces. So, I'm, I'm still trying to figure out why you have 45 bathrooms if you only have 34 bedrooms. <laughs> well, me that too. Must, that <laughs> must mean that you were more likely to need a bathroom in those days, I guess. <laughs> I, I'm just guessing there. I, I didn't think about that, but you could be wrong. See, I, right I, that way. I need 45 bathrooms wherever I go because um, I would use each and every one of them probably every hour. Well, a lot of people know I have an issue with right. eating. And yeah. so 
Dave wanted to go out to dinner before we went to the Biltmore. And Katie goes, we can't go to dinner. Mom can't eat before we go out and, and do a thing like that. And, of course, then your tour gets ready to get started. You stand it out line, and now you're ready to go in. And the first thing she goes, just so you all know, there are no public restrooms yeah. in the facility. It's Even like, though, there's 45 of them there. What they are you can't talking about? one <laughs> yeah. in the public. Come on. Uh, and so we get to the second floor, and I decide I better go to the restroom. So get back in the elevator, go down to the first floor, out the front door, have to walk all the way over to the stable area, go to the restroom, come back, back in the front door, back in the elevator, up to the second floor. I just would have snuck into one of the ones that were there. (laughs) You know, the other thing that we all talked about, these rooms are massive, and the ceilings are huge, and the beds look so little. And so we said to one of the gentlemen that was just, you know, a, an usher-like that just stands there, yeah. he, he asked, he goes, well, what, what, what did you like most about it? And I said, oh, the whole thing is just beautiful, but why are the beds so little? And he goes, actually, they aren't that. They just look little because the room is so big. He goes, a couple of weeks ago, we actually had a gentleman decide to try and see the size of the bed. And he was escorted out um, and had, I forget how he said it, but he had had some libations and was escorted off the property for getting on one of the beds. He probably thought he was home. Uh, So apparently the beds aren't that small, but um, I I don't know. um, I can't remember. I think they owned like, like over 100,000 acres when... when they built this and over the years then um after george vanderbilt died uh, his his wife sold off uh, quite a bit of the ground she sold off 87,000 acres to the united states forestry service for less than five dollars an acre but they still own eight thousand acres uh for the vanderbilt property so well vanderbilt's had a little money uh, yeah, they they definitely they had a did. Book or two. Uh, just just slightly. So, um, it was fantastic. Uh, it was a little, you know, there was a lot of walking. There are a few places to sit, um, but I definitely would like to go back. And I, I don't know if there's, you know, other tours that you can see other portions or. But it, it's a huge property and. I'm not a wine connoisseur, but they have a wine tasting thing there. They have, I know Katie and Dave for their anniversary one year went there and they rode the horses and they had a horse tour of the property. And I mean, there's lots of different things to see. Van Gogh, they have a bunch of Van Gogh paintings there that you can see. I know one one thing they said during. Oh, one of the wars, I think it during World War II, in Washington, D.C., they took a ton of the famous paintings out of Washington, D.C., and actually brought them to the Biltmore and stored them there in one of the rooms because they felt that they would be safe. Now, they did actually have bring armed guards with them to help assist with that, but they stored them there because they didn't think anybody would bother to you know look right. there for them but 
it it was just beautiful. The decorations. Uh, that, there must be 85 to 100 Christmas trees in the section that we saw of the house. Fire paces are draped with greenery, garland, lights. And uh, it's just when you get in there and you just think, imagine living here. And then, of course, Katie and I were, imagine how many people it would take to sweep and dust and cook the meals and crazy just absolutely crazy but it was it was probably the best christmas gift we have ever gotten because it's something that we've never done ourselves and it took them dragging us there to get it done but it, it was really nice well good yeah we had a good time good a lot of fun so and in fact it it makes me want to now you know get some books and read up about this why why did he want to Builds, I mean, it's like a castle. Why did he want to build something so big? Their family wasn't that big that they needed 35 bedrooms. Although I'm sure they had some parties and had invited guests. And actually, the gal, one of the gals that runs the elevator, said the elevator was used for the women to come down in their large ball gowns from the, the dressing rooms on the second floor down to the party. Um, so they didn't have to fight the stairs with it. And then the elevators were also used for those who had a little too much to drink. By the end of the evening, it was easier to get them upstairs in the elevator than to take the steps. So it it was just a really neat neat Christmas present that we got to do this year. It's very good, yeah. Yeah, so... Um, Mayor Mark Center is going to join us today on the show. He's actually on vacation, Uh but I was driving the car at 6 o'clock last night on the way home, so I didn't get to get online to try and get to the city meeting online, and I'm not exactly sure how good it was going to come in because we were down, uh, like around Indianapolis, I think would have been okay, but then as you start getting north, you kind of get into those blank area so um i think jim masters from the pilot's going to send me the recording of it so cool. i'll have those but i, I texted the mayor i said take good notes because i wasn't at the meeting yeah. <laughs> last night which just reminds me too i didn't print out the agenda i don't even have the agenda for the meeting well, you, you oh yes it, I, you no? put it on yes i do I you sent it. it to me. Well, I didn't. I had. Through. I didn't have it printed out. Oh, I just had to yeah. copy and paste it and then play with it yeah. while I was uh, on vacation. Yeah. So yeah. And you guys had a good Christmas. Lots of people and lots of partying um, and food and all that stuff. It was actually pretty simple. We didn't do anything at all on Christmas Eve. Um, Christmas morning, we had my parents over, and then. Uh, oh. At night, we went to uh, my uh, niece's house. My brother's daughter uh, hosted the family, and we went there and had dinner, but that was pretty much it, honestly. Wow. Um, I, I didn't get out of the house much, let's put it that way. Yeah, well, I don't blame you. <laughs> um, we did Christmas Eve. The kids all came over, and um, we had Dave, Dave made his famous potato soup, and um, then they... Had They had done Secret Santa with the kids, so they don't all yeah. have to buy for all of them. They threw names in the hat, and Dave's sister lives down there, and uh, her kids were there. So, um, you know, they all 
passed out a few presents and opened things. And then they did the saran wrap ball where you wrap things inside this huge saran wrap ball. And you don't, you don't let the saran, you take a sheet of saran wrap and wrap it. And then you tear off another sheet and wrap it. It's not a continuous because that would be too easy. And then you have to wear an, an oven mitts to try and get the saran wrap off the ball. And then the, Theirs is the person next in line is trying to roll doubles with dice. And so you're trying to roll doubles. You're get, trying to get the oven mitts on and fight to get this saran wrap ball open. And it, it was loud and crazy, let me tell you. That just sounds like way too much. It's way too involved. It takes too much thinking. It It is. To follow the, too many rules. Interesting. And we are going, I told the, the little ones. I said, next year we'll have a saran wrap ball for you guys, too. Oh. Because they wanted to do it, but it was, it was you know, too too much yeah. for them. Um, and so we'll we'll make a kid's ball next year for them, too, so they can do that. But otherwise, but, you know, we just, we, we ran around. I feel like we ran around a lot, though. We got to go see David's, uh, the company that he works for, built a brand new plant and. Yeah. When we were there last year, he showed us, here's where we're going to build our new plant. And so they've been working on it. They actually broke ground in February, had their official groundbreaking in March, and they are operational inside of They don't have everything moved over, but they are operational inside of it. So we got to take a tour on Sunday. He We drove over. And, Jim, we're, we know where we're going kind of on this part. We actually were kind of familiar with this area. And Jim's driving along, and I said, well, here comes something new here. And he goes, and he kind of keeps driving. I said, this is it. And he goes, well, where's all the trees? Because it was just a big old forested yeah. wild area, and it just is a beautiful facility now. I am I am shocked. I mean, they even have a quarter-mile outdoor walking path for their employees when they go on break or they on their lunch. They can actually go out sure. and walk on a path. Yeah. and. So we got to see that, and then Katie and Dave opened a new business uh, in a strip mall uh, for the uh, wrestling gear, and then they do, you know, T-shirts for baseball teams and softball teams yeah. and schools and that kind of stuff. So we got to go see where she works, and we just hung out and had a good time. It sounds like a, a good time. It seems like it was a busy time. It always seems busy because there's so much going on. Even if you don't go anywhere, do anything, there's something always going on in the house. I know uh, it was, I'm trying to think, I know I left you high and dry Tuesday, Tuesday into Wednesday morning. I got up at 4.45 Wednesday morning and did news. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, crud, I didn't do any news. And I was awake, and it's like, okay, I'll just go out and do the news now. <laughs> so I got up and went and did some news. So if something didn't come out sounding just right, that's because it was 4.45 in the morning and I was doing the news. I got you. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it, was, it was fine. I didn't have any problem with it. So. And, you know, there's not a ton of news, actually, even for today. I... Uh, the county didn't work yesterday, so I didn't get any police reports or booking yeah. reports from them. But um, last week, Jason Peters from the Marsh County Highway Department updated the county commissioners 
on all the activities that have been happening out in his department. Um, you know, his, his guys have been, um, or he did, he presented like a dozen different road cuts. Uh, the majority of them were for NIPSCO, where they're actually replacing poles all across this county uh, in the county right away. So that they have to go through each location and approve each location. Uh, then they uh, took his recommendation on the annual bids. This is for materials and supplies that the county highway department uses. And his recommendation was to accept all of the bids that were presented. And then at the time when he is ready to buy oil or fuel or bituminous or whatever it is, he calls the bidders and finds out what the going rate is right there. Because they, a lot of them, they, it's not like this is what the yeah. rate is going to be this year, especially in this day and age right now. So, um, And then he would call and get the best bid that he can get. Um, otherwise, his crew has been getting uh, the equipment ready for winter. Um, they've been doing some road maintenance by patching, grading, and cutting brush along the side of the road. And he has employees who have been hauling crushed concrete from Ozinga um, that they are actually purchasing for $7 a ton, which is a good price uh, for them. And then he did present the, the, a draft of the 2022 road plan and asked county commissioners to accept it. With the understanding that this is like a live living document and it can change. Um, and I'll get a copy of it now that it's been accepted and we'll look at those roads. But um, at that point, uh, it depends on what happens this winter. I, I mean, say, things could yeah. change. His proposed road plan has a price tag of $2.2 million for next year. So, I mean, we're, in, we're not skimping on what yeah. we are spending uh, taking care of the roads. On um, Friday uh, afternoon, about 2.4, this was Friday, December 24th, about 2.50 in the afternoon, Officer Arnold with the Plymouth Police Department uh, responded to Walmart for a theft involving two fema females. A uh, 45-year-old Tracy Napier-Kakowski of South Bend fled the scene prior, prior to the officers arriving there. They actually located her in the restroom at Applebee's. Um, she was arrested for theft and lodged in the Marshall County Jail. Uh, the other female that was with her was released from the scene. On a side note, her name was very familiar to me, so I looked back on December 14th. She was arrested on a warrant, and during that warrant service was found to be in possession of a controlled substance and possession of paraphernalia. Uh, she was uh, taken to the jail for the warrants and then those new charges. And then while she was at the jail, she found, was found to be in possession of illegal narcotics and was also charged with an additional charge of drug trafficking. So, um <laughs> got some problems yeah her first bond was only five hundred dollars so i'm hoping they held her on a little bit higher bond but the 14th and the 24th 10 days apart and she gets arrested in this town again yeah but you know i know people scream and yell about that but you it's by ordinance isn't it you can't yep, exactly I mean, you can't say okay you got arrested 10 days ago here's two thousand dollars exactly instead, the ordinance says you can't do that 
If you have a second charge, they can increase the your um, bond, but yeah. But it's set by law. It's not something what it they is. can just impose. You are so right. Um, and then we have a pol- on Sunday, December the 26th, about 2.15 in the morning, officers from the Plymouth Police Department responded to a wrong-way driver on U.S. 30, uh, was going westbound in the eastbound lanes. Officer Baker located the vehicle at U.S. 30 and Oak Road, uh, did an investigation and found the driver, Peyton Johnson, who's 25 years old of Crown Point, uh, to be driving under the influence. Uh, Johnson was booked into the Marsh County Jail for operating while intoxicated. Not a well, good idea. Yeah, especially going the wrong way. Uh, it's kind of scary. Yeah, it's not not a good idea. And then um, the town of Culver is going to have an executive session on the 28th of December at 530 in the afternoon in the Culver Town Hall. They are going to be discussing uh, interviews and negotiations with industrial or commercial prospects or agents of industrial or commercial prospects by a governing body of a political subdivision. So they're going to be chatting with somebody about something new. Who knows what? But because it's an executive session, we won't be able to find out about that one. Well, we won't anyway, because nobody <laughs> will ever tell us. Oh, eventually it might come to light. You yeah, never know. Um, and then I also checked out, because of the holiday season, uh, the Indiana Department of Health did not do any updates over the holiday for the COVID. Um, and so last night uh, at 5 o'clock, they did update. The results that they posted are from December 26th at midnight. And uh, here in Marshall County, there were only three positive cases reported. That brings the county's total to 9,977 positives. There were no new deaths to report, and the county's total remains at 156. Uh, 11, only 11 individuals were tested, and the seven-day positivity rate of all tests in the county is at 17.9% while the seven-day positivity rate of unique individuals in the county was at 32.8%. So, um, you know, during the holiday season, nobody wants to go and get tested for COVID. (laughs) It's like, no, I'll just wait until afterwards. Well, and a lot of places weren't open, the 24th and the 25th. And then the 26th was on Sunday. Um, And like the county, the 27th, they were closed on Sunday or Monday. So... Yeah, it makes it a little more difficult. But. Yeah. So, all right. Well, why don't we take our first break of the morning, and when we come back, we'll check, chat with uh, Mayor Center. Okay, give me a second here. Oh, I have something in my hand. Yeah. I know you have something over there in the box, yeah, too. Yeah, I do. What do you, well, I I'm got... Good to, I, I'm, I'm feeling... Sure, we can try it okay. if somebody wants to go, because I think it's good till the end of the month. Yeah. That's close, though. Um. We've got, uh, you got something else for next break, but I got for this one. Okay. Um, we've got uh, Indianapolis Zoo tickets. Now, this is good until, let me take a look, the 30th. So, if you can go before Thursday or on Thursday, there are four freebies with a parking pass. So, if the kids are driving you out of your mind... <laughs> Get them in the car. The car stays free, and then you go to the zoo. They got a ton of stuff going on there. 
always have a special going on each season. But if you were caller number, hang on. You know what? Let's just do it the first caller. I mean, okay. it, this is kind of a yeah. unique thing. Yeah. And we're running low on time. so it, It's it, not a bad idea. You know, it's four tickets to the Indianapolis Zoo with a free parking pass. Um, head down wanna, and have some fun with your kids. If you want to go, be the first caller to call in and say, I want them. So uh, good luck. Yeah. We found your name and your social number in the state of Texas, okay? Oh. And it's been using in the fraudulent activities. And I believe you know very well about drug trafficking and money laundering, right? Well, not very much. I'm 70 years old. I don't know anything about that stuff. In these difficult times, scammers are taking advantage of the elderly and other vulnerable groups. They want your money. They want your personal information. They want control. Government agencies won't call, text, email, or contact you through social media and ask for your personal information, like your social security number, bank account information, or credit card number. Don't give out your personal or financial information to anyone who contacts you out of the blue. Avoid becoming the victim of a scam. Be smart. Just hang up the phone. The Marshall County Prosecutor's Office reminds residents not to get scammed. cell phone out and dial 574-936-4096 or text 574-307-6647 and be part of the show. Now let's get back to what's your opinion on WTCA in Plymouth, Indiana. Well, I guess Anna's kids are driving her crazy. So, uh, she wants to go to the zoo. Alright. Okay. Uh, hi there. Well, we will... We will. I printed out the December 13th agenda. So now I'm really going to put the mayor on the spot because the city had their meetings last night and I was driving the car, so I was not able to attend. So, Mayor Mark, what was on the agenda from the Board of Public Works and Safety meeting? Wow, the pressure is on. <laughs> Who wants the, the agenda here, me or you? <laughs> Won't you... Uh... Take it and I'll just ask me questions, I guess. Uh, oh, okay. Oh, so we did bid openings uh, for fuel in um, street materials, which is an annual event right. that comes up. Yep. Um, did you accept them then last night, or did, is Jimmy going to review them? And He's going to review them. We talked a lot about the number 53 limestone, of course. <laughs> yeah, I know exactly what you mean. That's a hot topic. It is. Yes, it is. Uh, three bids, um, IMI, 
And um, um, wow, um, the local one here in town, um, Wow, well, Lilac. Um, sorry, my gosh. Oh, the, the oh. not a um, yeah, Stockburger. the gravel pit thing out there. Yeah. yeah. And I don't even remember the third one. So, sorry, I didn't write them down. And fuel um, is the same situation. Um, now, did they give a fuel price that would be a solid price for the whole year, or you could do we'll be doing the a, fluctuating, we'll be fluctuating one? As it goes, okay, because of the way things are these days. Uh, yeah, you just never know what's going to happen. It's crazy. Um, and then it was board members or the mayor if they have anything to report. Any of your no, not folks? really. Um, it was. Uh, Don Ecker um, did speak about, we really want to try and go back to uh, the no parking in yards. Oh, yes. I've seen that. Which is going to be uh, pretty uh, controversial, and he brought that up again. We have to push that along. See it a lot more every day and day, and and, um, we're going to try and get some sample uh, Ordinances, ordinances from, from other, other communities, other cities, and, and uh, see what they're doing. Um, it's going to be controversial, but uh, we'll see what we can do. I know, I know. People think you know it's my yard; I pay for it. I should be able to do what I want. But it, it I think it it looks ends up looking trashy, especially you know they're pulling off into the grass, and then it gets wet, and then it's a muddy mess. And it's also the, an ecological problem. You know, I mean, any, oil. A lot of cars. Um, Drips drip down drip into oil. your yard and down into the ground, and that's not good. So that'll be interesting to see how that plays out. But I, I think it's something that needs to be done. Um, it, I see it all the time. It is. It's getting bad. Um, and then the various department heads for the city of Plymouth. You had the utility superintendent. Uh, nothing. The building commissioner. No, he wasn't in there. He was on vacation. So <laughs> the fire chief. The fire chief. Uh, we uh, promoted two um, oh. yeah. assistant chiefs last week. Yes. Um, and so they got sworn in, and uh, let's see that. So we're going to have to hire another uh, another firefighter, and and he has permission um, to get that done. Um, I know uh, Chewy Garcia. Chewy Garcia. Is a, as, as a matter of fact, congratulations, Chewy. He is a new grandfather. <laughs> yeah, yes, so. I saw that yesterday on yeah. on Facebook too. And, um, and Chewy is uh, is new assistant chief, and Mike Germstrom is also the new chief under the EMS. And when you have two chiefs, one is on the fire side and one is on the EMS side. Right. So that's why you have two assistant chiefs. Yep. Um, they each have their own department that they take care of. Um, and then uh, next would be uh, the police chief. Nothing. Chief Bacon. No one had. No one else had anything to report. The that happens sometimes. Board of Works got done in about eleven minutes, and we had to sit there for twenty nine or <laughs> and wait for the next meeting right. to get Can't started. Start till six thirty. So, <laughs> which is okay. Uh, you know, because somebody coming to the meeting needs to be able to know. But, you know, the Common Council meeting is going to start at 6.30 or later 
if the Board of Works meeting goes longer. And sometimes the media needs to run across the street for a few moments in between meetings. Oh, it used to be. Yeah, now there's a hallway, and you can just go oh, really? out into the hallway. I used to have to run in the back door at the pilot every now and then when, <laughs> there, was to a, the restroom. when there was a space between meetings. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Came in handy. <laughs> yeah, it's so much nicer to have public restrooms oh, yeah. on, in the new yeah. facility. Is this exactly. Rusty we're talking to here? <laughs> yeah, yeah it's I haven't rusty. seen him yet, but no, I, I, I can't I, understand you. So. I'm, I'm screening myself from everybody because uh, okay. I don't feel real well. So. All right. <laughs> yeah. Nobody you had, had you had the big, big C yet? A uh, long time ago. Yeah. So I'm I'm clean. Right and he's now. been tested every time he turns around. He's yeah. been tested. I've had close contact almost every day for two weeks, and I'm testing and testing and testing, and they're all negative. So that's good. Yeah, and it the, is good. And the doctor actually told him that those home tests are good. Are yeah. just. Like what they're using yeah. at the ho- hospital and on the doctor's office. Yeah. If you can, if find, you can them. find them. <laughs> yes. And, so. and is that, do they give you the results right then? Yeah, it just it's instant pretty much. You let it sit for about three or four minutes and it'll, okay, the first time we did them, my wife did one too. And uh, she did hers first and she came walking into the room and showed me, well, it looks just like a pregnancy test. Oh, no. And so I'm looking at that and said, that better be your COVID test. Because <laughs> if it isn't, we're going to have a long talk. There's something else we're going to have to do. Yeah, because yeah, for a number of years, that hasn't been possible. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. But he's, he's, not, he's not COVID. He's just sick. Just okay. sick. So huh. we'll just keep him over there in a yeah. room by himself. Yeah. How was it? Uh, where was it? Green, um, Walgreens a couple of weeks ago. And. They were doing the test and drive-through, and the oh. pharmacist would hand the swab to the person yeah. in the car, and they would swab themselves and then hand it back to them. So yeah. that was pretty bizarre. And then you pour a little <laughs> liquid over it and let it sit there and wait until it reads it. It huh. takes a few minutes, but it's. Uh, and she, nurse told me. I said, I imagine those aren't as accurate as yours. She goes, Oh no, they're pretty much the same test. So you can trust them, I guess. Okay. Very good. Okay, so at 6.30, the Common Council <clears throat> met. Um, was everybody at the meeting? Yeah. I remember? Okay. Yeah, uh, other than Keith Ammons. Okay. All the council members were there. Good so. deal. Well, getting to the end of the year, they all wanted to see everybody. <laughs> um, you have an ordinance amendment for the 2022 salary ordinance. Yeah, there was a couple of changes to that that we uh, decided to do, and... Um, that happens often, so uh, we sometimes you can do it within the year, but uh, we were able to do it before this year, um, and uh, so one of them is uh, firefighter Rod Miller, um, who was who was demoted in April, uh, decided uh, we, we offered him originally the um, fire inspector's position, mm-hmm. and uh, he turned that down, but now he wants to do that, and so. Uh, Beginning January first, he'll be having an office uh, in with Keith Hammonds in oh, the fire okay. department, and uh, he'll be the fire inspector, and and they'll be able to work together. They get along great, and um, so they can they can do some hand in hand stuff, and and uh, you know he's will probably come up with some kind of um, 
job description for that, and uh, so he can get started. So good deal. So the salary ordinance is very particular, uh, and so if you don't have written into your salary ordinance something pay for a fire inspector. There is no pay, and so that's why you have to right. make this amendment to uh, next year's salary ordinance so that there will be a line item, which it's you in, just – and this, you'll take some money out of the regular pay and move it over. It has been so. – it's been in the in the budget uh, for years. It's just uh, not – we have, haven't had one since uh, probably Chief Smith was there. Wow. Okay. So. Well, that's good because – we do have fires that are suspicious, and it's always nice to have somebody yep. to be able to go and investigate them and try and make a determination on those. And then you also had an ordinance on, uh, looks like third reading, that was adopting the fee schedule for the aviation department and also for the park department. Yeah, that's another thing that's normal um, this time of year uh, when we change or don't change um, the fees and permits uh, for park and Mainly for parking the airport. Um, airport. I know the park had a couple of minor things, but there was nothing. And actually, I already did a story, I think maybe off of the park board Probably. meeting from that. But, yeah. yeah, there were just some minor revisions to a couple of things, nothing uh, big or earth-shattering or no changes. In fact, the, the park department had thought about increasing admission to the um, park pool, and they felt with COVID and, you know, what's been happening in, in the world right now that this just wasn't the time to do that. So they're keeping it the same. Um, then there was an executive order for Centennial Crossings for their garbage collection. Well, what happened there was uh, that because the um, asphalt plants had to close down because of they always do this time of year, um, they uh, Centennial Crossing uh, was not able to put on the top coat. Uh, and uh, so we they're going to be working with <clears throat> um, a company. I don't know if it's, it'll be Republic, but until they do get the top coat on, um, they'll be doing that themselves. And uh, and then we'll in the, in the spring we'll be back to normal and put put all those on. These are just for single dwelling, single homes, single dwelling houses only. Um, okay. And uh, the apartments and the condos out there uh, would have. A different situation because right we don't do five. apartments and such right and then there was an executive order for the marsh county economic development corporation board of zoning appeals so i'm guessing that they needed a the economic development needed a variance maybe that would be for the um the new plant there by out the, in front of the jail in front of the jail and we do have a company coming in there and but we still don't know who. Well, it, it's out now. It's oh. um. <laughs> yep, it's out. It's out now. And it's the mayor's out. not going to release it. <laughs> well, I, the name is really insignificant anyway. But uh, what they do, uh, they'll be taking um, old produce mainly, old groceries, fruits and vegetables, fruits and vegetables. From yeah, a grocery from store. From grocery stores all over the Midwest, and they'll be uh, trucked in. And it's about a three-step process, but uh, in the end, it will be uh, they will be able to make um, biogas, biofuels, with that rotting fruit, <laughs> if you will. Um, and then they'll be able to turn over the leftovers to the Huyen Farms, the 
Homeland Dairy. Oh wow! On down in um, on was that Thirteenth Road, I think. So uh, now the is the the whole process isn't going to start take place in the plant right now, though, is it? No, it's just one step of the process. One now. step of the time, and bringing it in and and either changing it or getting it ready to go. Right. They're not actually going to make the biofuel there right now. Right. Okay. Yeah. And in the long run, they will. Yeah, because they've already been talking, I know, to majority builders about uh, adding on to that building already. Yes. So yes. Um, that it's good to see. It is. Um, it's great news for our economy. Um, uh, starting out about 20 jobs, and I think, in, and before it's all over, it'll be about 35. So, Good deal. Wonderful. Um, and then the clerk treasurer, Janine X. Saver, who this would have been her last meeting of – until she retires, right. uh, needed permission to transfer funds to the water and sewer fund and then permission to make year-end appropriations and transfers and to handle any encumbrances for um, purchases that maybe have been made this year and haven't actually come in yet. And so they're going to end up having to pay in next year. Um, and so basically cleaning everything up for the end of the year. So every uh, every fund, every line item ends up in the black. Right. Um, and along with that, um, we're able to take uh, $700,000 and put it in a rainy day fund. So Wonderful. Yeah, you know, so we're up about right at $5 million in a rainy day fund, and um, that's pretty good. Um, we've spent some money in the last few years from there on the stellar projects, um, but uh, or at least they're encumbered towards that. Um, but... That's always a good thing, to, and Don Don Ecker is a, is a big proponent of that, and and always uh, gets that ball rolling, and and I truly appreciate his leadership in that. And um, we've been up to almost almost nine million at one time um, back in uh, two thousand seven, I believe. The yeah, it was I was running for the first time, and Napanee had a tornado that uh, tore right. out, tore a lot of their city up, and. And, um, but not bad enough that they needed FEMA help. Right. <laughs> um, I don't even think they got any. Uh, and so their clerk treasurer um, used a lot of rainy day funds for that uh, timely. And so Tony Hutchins saw that and thought we started to need to do that too. And and uh, so we, we were almost a $9 million at one time. Uh, and... Um, I always heard it from my fellow mayors, you know, because we because you had that. a lot. Yes, for a town of <laughs> for a city of uh, ten thousand, we always had a lot. So, um, so that's important, and uh, and that and that's going to happen as well. So the thing is, with the rainy day funds, commu- governmental agencies were given some money in order to create a rainy day fund, um, and there was a, a little bit of money that actually went into that fund but there wasn't there's not like an, a, a regular appropriation that comes from the state or anything so once you had it established then it was up to you to figure out how to build it right and um, just depending on which community so at the end of the year janine looks at the budget sees how much money we have which we just got a distribution um, from property taxes figures out how much money we're going to need to get us through to the next distribution, which would be in June, I would think. 
And and then how much money's left over from the budget, and it, it, there's a big old calculation that's done. And to be able to move $700,000 is actually a decent amount of money to be able to put in there. So I think that's a great thing uh, for it the is. city. It, is, it really is. And, you know, the, the, our last two, three clerks, I, I didn't know the, uh, the clerk treasurer before, uh, Tony, but they've done a great job in, in that regard. And, and uh, so we appreciate that. Uh, then there was uh, an ordinance that's uh, regarding the response to a medical call on medical treatment or a transport of a person that's confined to the Marshall County Jail. Right. So this is, we're going to charge the jail or the person individual who is try our, the, We will try our best. And uh, that... To charge that person for right. that call. It's not ever easy when they're dealing with that kind of situation. But our company, the company that um, that does our medical uh, stuff, uh, our, runs our me- our medical billings, um, thought this was a better idea, and so uh, we work with the county sheriff's department on that, and we'll just make some changes there and try and recruit uh, what we can. So. Well, it's very important to for the department to get back as much money as possible uh, to keep it operational. Uh, the taxpayers provide funds for that, but obviously anytime anybody uses an ambulance, there's a bill that is created, and so you want to try and get that paid for. And, you know, the jail doesn't have that kind of money, but those people sitting in there could be on Medicaid, Medicare, right. could have private insurance, actually, if they've been working, um, that could pay for those calls. So getting that money back is important. I, I had a situation last summer where uh, I had my, my heart was racing. And I've had it several years, um, just but usually it lasts about 10 minutes, but this one was not going away. And so I went to the, um, to the ambulance garage and the paramedics checked me out and they actually uh, put an IV in me and believe it or not it, it would stop my heart and restart it hopefully um, <laughs> and uh, so um, that was um, pretty crazy I really didn't do, really didn't feel anything but but uh, and then they took me to the, to the hospital in the ambulance, <laughs> non signal ten, non non licensed <laughs> siren, but it still cost ninety eight dollars <laughs> from the from the ambulance bay to the out hospital. to the hospital. It's ninety eight dollars. So. Well, it was a good thing they it were there, right. and you yes. felt comfortable that you could go to them and say, "Hey, can you check this and see? Yeah. I don't feel right." Yeah, exactly. So, um, and then there is an ordinance for internal controls. Yeah, let's uh, come around. Um, we did this about four years ago. I remember this was a big thing where department heads and some employees had to actually watch a video, and it, it, right. it's all about yeah. safety and who needs to know what parts. And well, it's, it has to do with when the pool takes in money. Yes, uh, how that money is is sent back to controlled, yeah, where controlled, you know, yes. so that you know that. Nobody's, get this one, Rusty, dipping into it before it gets back to the clerk's office. (laughs) He's slow on the 
Yeah, there. He's a little <laughs> slow on the pickup. I need a quick warning. <laughs> well, I said, here you go, Rusty. I know. <laughs> um, and then the well, the last normal thing on the agenda for the Common Council meeting has been a stellar update. Uh, Sean has been the city attorney's been pretty uh, involved in the stellar projects, and, and that uh, uh, did he have much to report? No, not really. Uh, Kevin Berger was there. Uh, sure. And um, are they? I haven't been out that direction. Are they moving dirt or anything? They are. Yet? They, already okay. have, they already have uh, some some um, concrete in. So, oh wow! Yeah, okay, so, I have to head over there. Uh, and uh, so that's coming along. It started already. We you know broke ground six weeks ago and. Glad to see that it's uh, Riverside Commons is what it's called, and and um, hoping that'll that'll be, be uh, a, a big addition. It's a workforce housing project, so right. it's actually created for people who are working, not not low income people who don't have much income, but actually people who are working um, to live there. Although there is some income requirements, so. Um, but it, it gives them uh, housing opportunities, so that's neat. And it's going to be over uh, past Riverside Intermediate School as you head out there to the east. So right. that that's a great thing. Um, and then privilege of the floor. That This is where anybody who has attended the meeting wants to ask a question about something that uh, is on the agenda. Right. Um, they can come in. I mean, you can't just come in and say... I want to know, you know, why my street isn't taken care of. Or here's one I think you've been having for a while. I want to know why my trash isn't getting picked up. Yes. <laughs> and we're not the only, com- the only community dealing with that. Bremen's having the same issue. And we're working re- we're working with Republic. Uh, and uh, had another meeting with them last week, and it went well. And uh, like every other company, they've got, uh, drivers down. They're they're hurting for help, just exactly. like everybody else. I mean, it's same thing down in South Carolina. Really? They're they're for sale signs or for hiring signs everywhere, and I mean, they will just tell you, "I'm sorry that it's so slow, but we just can't get any help." We ate at a Denny's restaurant the other day, and Jim and I are sitting there in the restaurant. It's. It's lunchtime, maybe 1 o'clock or whatever, and and we get sit down, and I look around. I said, there are five tables loaded with dirty dishes on them, and they don't have a busser. I mean, there's nobody going around and bussing the tables. So, I I mean, it's everywhere, and they apologize for their slow service because they just don't have the help. So, um, you know, it's affecting every single business, I think, that's out there in one way or another. Yep. Um, the, I, did, I did speak during that, uh, even though it wasn't on the agenda. Yes. The mayor, so. <laughs> um, just a reminder to people, um, Clerk Treasurer Janine Xaver is retiring uh, at the end of the year on the 31st of year, her last day. And um, there will be a party for her, a going away party. It will be um, in our council chambers on Friday the 31st from 1 to 3. Anyone and everyone in the community are are able and invited to come out and, and say goodbye to to, to Janine and and uh, Lynn Gorski uh, has applied for her replacement. The caucus that's and coming caucus up will on, the, be on tomorrow. Tomorrow at five thirty p.m. Yeah. And um, I haven't heard 
Janine or uh, Lynn actually sent a press release that she was going to file for the caucus. I haven't heard from anybody else, and I was on vacation, so I haven't heard from Dave Holmes, a uh, Republican chairman, or uh, Deb Vandermark to see if anybody else has. I filed. don't think but so. I think it was, it's a kind of a unique position. Uh, it it's not just for anybody. No. I mean, you got to be uh, financially. You got to know a lot. Municipal finances are like none other. <laughs> yes. And I've said that all along, and I don't understand them, and I never will. And I've been in doing this for, for 14 years. So, um, but um, that's why we have a clerk treasurer who does understand yes, those absolutely. things. So, so hopefully, Lynn will be uh, caucused in tomorrow, and or uh, yeah, tomorrow, and and we'll take it from there. We also have a new de- deputy clerk, a young man by the name of Kyle Williams, and. And uh, he was there last night, and Janina introduced him. So, Oh, very good. And uh, so uh, good luck to him. Very good. Um, That basically covers the, the city meeting. So, Mayor, I, I wondered when you showed up today, I, I wondered if you were going to have a beard or not. <laughs> so I, I have to ask you about Christmas. Well, um, we had Christmas with Leanne's family in Illinois. Um, over Christmas, and then we're having Christmas with my family um, ah, on Saturday. So okay, so you haven't done your. That's when she. That's when my little your... grand girl, um, Lena, will see Santa Claus for the first time. Uh, um, I don't know what I'm going to do yet. I have a I have a Santa's outfit, but and she will not even remember this. It'll be great. It'll be good pictures, Videos though. and photographs. Yes. Um, but I'm looking forward to it, and she's just a sweetie. And uh, so, so she'll, okay. be six, she'll be six months old on Thursday. Very No, it's the 28th. Yes, it is. Yeah, the 28th today. Yeah. Okay. So, so you haven't happy, played happy Santa birthday. yet? I have not. No. Okay. So we'll be doing that um, on, on New Year's Day. Very good. All yeah. right. So. Well. Then you can expect to see the mayor walking around town with a full beard. Um, I did run uh, the into him. The full beard is going away on the first. <laughs> I did run into him at Walmart before I left on vacation. I said, are you out here doing your shopping? And he goes, I haven't had a brush in I don't know how many years, but I had to come and buy a brush yeah, I so I'm, I could brush this beard. Yeah, I'm brushing a comb at Walmart. <laughs> and seriously, I was probably 26 when I... Started losing my hair, so um, it's been at least 35 years. <laughs> it's like, oh, I haven't been in this section for a long yeah, time. No, look at all, look at all a, these newfangled things I here. A comb for crying out loud. <laughs> um, I well, there was a time in the mid 90s when I guess when I had hair on the sides, you know, and brown hair on the sides, and. And uh, bald on top, the, the normal, you know, the normal bald yes. spot. And and I w- it was a real windy day, and I was walking down the state police post in Bremen, and my sergeant at the time, Bob Ruff, says he looks at me because my hair was blowing around. And he says, "Hey, bozo, how you doing?" <laughs> and the next day is when I began shaving my head. I did not want to be called bozo. Bozo, I didn't want that hair to look right. like that. <laughs> Very good. We have caller, caller, you're on the air. Yes, good morning. Is the mayor still there? MD, yes, he is. Sir. Now, Rusty, uh, explain. Mayor, did you get any Chicago Cubs things? Uh, 
things. Mike, he said he didn't get any. I know you can't hear him. He's in the other room, but yeah, he oh, said okay. he, he well, said he didn't get any. Oh, shoot. I, if I'd have known that, I'd have sent one along. Oh, uh, I'm I, sure I you would have. Yeah, well, she got a great plaque. Um, thank you. Hey, thanks. Thanks, Mike. Thanks, Mike. He, uh, the phone, That's we right. have a separate microphone yeah. in that room for the phone, but we don't have one in here, so... Now he can hear you on the radio, though. Okay. So you can tell your story about the plaque. Uh, yeah, the you know the, the Cardinals won. They won more than one in the last one hundred years. Yes. They've won uh, eight or ten, but um, they won in in two thousand six, and then again in two thousand eleven, the World Series, and and the the battery mates uh, the. Uh, pitcher and catcher for both of those are still on the team they have one more year together and uh so she had a real nice plaque with uh tickets to tickets to both of those world series games are on there and a photograph of them hugging each other after one of the game one one of the world series win games final games and so it was it was pretty cool so so are you and your wife on the same team or oh i'm a cardinals fan i mean i'm just not avid like she is okay she seriously, she will not miss a game. Really? Yeah. Wow. By by um, radio or television. Okay, so. she's gonna watch it. It's there. Yes. She's gonna watch it. Yep. Or on her on her computer on her phone, she can watch it. So she's keeping track of what the score is and what's happening, yep. what's going on. Yep. Wow, that's impressive. I didn't realize yeah. that. And and she was very close to her dad, who was also a Cardinals fan, and a lot of. A lot of the people in Southern Illinois are, are Cardinals fans, and and so we lost him in, in January, and and they would text back and forth, you know, during the game, and uh, she misses that a lot. So um, that was that was uh, pretty sad to, the, to go through this year, and they made the playoffs, and she wasn't able to to uh, yeah, yeah to, to keep tabs and right. what's going on. So wow. So, Mayor, we are uh, at the end of the year. Um, what do you look forward to or, or see uh, in 2022 for the city of Plymouth? You know, I brought up the last couple um, times, the last couple of uh, um, states of the city. When oh I yes, state of both, the city both of them in March, um, March of twenty. Um, it was um, I think uh, the ninth that spoke, and we had just gotten um, avia- the, a- the the airport of the year, and of course the uh, community of the year through the Chamber of Commerce of Indiana, and it was so positive and the, what the way things looked ahead as well. And then one week later, um, everything was shut down, you know. Um, (laughs) And so we didn't do much in 2020. And uh, so I still brought that back again. I still want to do a fire territory, at least have have them come in and and talk to us about it. Baker Tilly does, they have a a person that specializes Uh in that. And so that would be uh, a fire territory of uh, center and, West Townships, 
and the city, uh, those three entities. So that's still something I'm, I look forward to doing, and we really want to push that forward this year. So, You know, the other thing you did early on uh, in your administration, and I, I can't remember what the name of it was now, but it was an encouragement for homeowners to take some pride on their properties and make some improvements. And, and Jim and I have noticed here in town and I, I really think everywhere, gosh, especially when we got down in the hills of South Carolina and stuff, um, you know, I mean, people just seem to let sometimes the simplest things go like, right. uh, you know, the mold growing on the side of the house or the trash piling up out in front, uh, uh, getting some pride in Plymouth and, and, you know, looking at your property realistically from the outside and saying, yeah, I really need to pitch this stuff or sell it or at least hide it back behind something so it's not so seen from the right. road. Um, yeah, and, and again, parking in the yards is right is along with a that. piece of that. A piece of that, so. You know, uh, for because what happens in your property does affect the value of your neighbor's property when they go to sell. So they want to have a nice house next door that will help the, their property values right. uh, go up. And so, I know, I would love to see people take a little more pride in, in their own personal properties, at least on the exterior yeah, part of it, exactly. so that when you drive through town, uh, you know. I know there's a house on North Michigan Street that is for sale now. Um, that the city actually had to go right before Blueberry Festival and mow and, and clean up a little bit just so it didn't look uh, deserted. And it's not, it wasn't deserted, but it just looked that way. So. Uh, we, I think we mowed that every time this year. That's sad. Yeah, it really is. But, well, I want to thank you for coming in on your day off, your vacation. Well, I just <laughs> found out last late last night I have a safety meeting to, or an insurance meeting to go to next. So. <laughs> So much for being on vacation. That's right. <laughs> um, and I'm in town, so. Spending time with us uh, this past year, and we look forward to working with you in Absolutely. 2022. All right. No, thank you very much, and I hope everybody has a happy new year. Um, I will. I will remind, and I don't. I don't have it by heart, but fireworks. You know, down in South Carolina, every. every grocery store has a big fireworks stand in the parking lot i mean they must be big i i actually did hear some i think it was christmas eve we actually heard some fireworks going off in katie and dave's neighborhood um but new year's eve there is a short period on new year's eve uh when fireworks are permitted in the city but other than that there's not so if you're going to be celebrating uh you know Get online and look at the ordinance and find out what it is and also celebrate. And no gunfire. <laughs> Do not shoot guns into the air because they have to come down somewhere. <laughs> Hello, that bullet goes up and it has to come down. Absolutely. And and there is an ordinance of no shooting guns off in the city limits. Yes. So. yes. All right. Thank you very much. Thank you, Mayor. Have a happy. Thank you. Okay, Rusty, I have a second prize. Okay. I have some uh, holiday scratch-off tickets. Oh. I feel like being generous today. So I've got a $1 holiday cheer scratch-off ticket from the Hoosier Lottery. You can win up to $1,000. I've got a $2 holiday cash where you can win up to $10,000. 
And I've got a holiday bonus. This is a $5 ticket, and you can win up to $75,000. So I've got three Hoosier Lottery scratch-off tickets to our winner. Uh, we do ask if you win lottery tickets that you wait six months uh, between winning. And if you were a winner in the last 30 days, you're also not eligible for the lottery tickets. So There you go. Yeah, we have to make you wait a little. Okay, and you got to be caller number seven. It's caller 7 936 Caller 7. Going to get a chance at the scratch-off, so good luck. The Belmart BP station at the corner of Michigan and Jefferson Streets in downtown Plymouth not only provides BP fuel to keep you moving down the road, but they can also keep you moving throughout the day. Some gas can cause nasty dirt deposits to build up on critical engine parts, dragging your fuel economy down and leading to unexpected trips to the mechanic. All grades of BP gasoline have Invigorator, a cleaning agent that helps defend your engine against dirt to give you more miles to the tank, and that means more easygoing for you. And how about the fuel you put in your own tank? The Belmart BP station has Gatorade Thirst Quencher, two for three fifty, or the new Buy a Boost. It's a Wonder Water, a plant-based energy drink, two for four dollars. Check out the Belmart Coffee Bar with hypercaffeinated Jamaica Me Crazy, blueberry muffin, or decaf coffee. Plymouth Belmart BP opens at four a.m. for all you early birds.
phone lines are open now. Call 574-936-4096 or text 574-307-6647. Let's get back to what's your opinion on WTCA in Plymouth. Here's Kathy and Rusty. They hey! Just, they just keep coming, don't they? Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I like that one a lot. You, you, some like people just have way too much time on their hands, I yeah, think. I guess that's probably true. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. Steve is our winner. Steve is our yeah, winner. Steve. He's got the holiday Hoosier Lottery scratch-off tickets. Steve, if you win, let us know. We like knowing that we spread some holiday cheer. You know, I am going to give a, a selfless plug for the Hoosier Lottery. Oh, yeah. Um, the Powerball did not hit last night. Uh, so the next drawing is on Wednesday. It is at four. Hundred and forty-one million dollars. I did buy a couple of tickets while I was on vacation, and obviously, I did not buy a winner. Unfortunately, uh, Mega Millions will draw tonight. It is at two hundred and one million dollars. So you might want to check that one. And then on Wednesday, the Hoosier Lotto is at four million dollars. And I mean, honestly, you know. It's a, a much smaller jackpot, yes, but a lot less people play it than the national games, too. So your chances of winning on the Hoosier Lotto are actually better than they are on the other two big jackpots. So, um, you know, go for it. Why Can't not? win if you don't play. Just buy one ticket and hope that maybe it'll be your lucky day. That's what they say. <laughs> yeah. My kid won 30 bucks over the weekend. Well, there you go. Was it a gift? Yeah, we bought them all scratch-offs for Christmas as a stocking stuffer. And one of them won five and bought another ticket with it, and the other one won 30. And it's probably buying some more beer is what I figure. But Oh, know, I was going to say gas know. in the car. No, no. I pay for that, obviously. <laughs> but I don't pay for the beer, obviously. Oh. Well, then again. Sometimes. Sometimes. I'm just starting to, you know, believe it or not, before we know it, it's going to be Friday and it's going to be New Year's Eve. So yeah. I'm just starting to look at some little goodies maybe for a New Year's Eve spread. Which really? I've never heard of this before. You probably haven't either, Rusty, because um, your budget probably doesn't allow it. But champagne gummy gems. Oh, my God. That sounds bad <laughs> boozy candies i know i know you can do like gummy worms and gummy bears and you soak them in in something i'm not sure what kind of alcohol but there are but champagne well you can have gummies with something else in them too I'm oh yeah kidding. you can nowadays yeah. <laughs> and in fact somebody suggested i buy jim some of those well give him let him try well <laughs> i don't know about that that's getting pretty racy Ooh, fried olives Fried olives? This is a great taste to have with a glass of wine. The olives are easy to make and can be prepared in advance. Yeah, that sounds Fried good. olives. Sounds really good. Actually. I mean, I like olives, but... Which kind, the black or the green? I like them both. But I mean, if they're frying them, what are the, which ones do they choose? I can't tell. They're all breaded on the outside. Uh, and they got, look, you know, they're round and they yeah. got a hole in the middle. So I don't know if it's the black this ones or the green good. ones. I like stuffed olives, too. Have you ever had those? Uh, no. They stuff them with all kinds of things. I know. I, like I've seen them with like an almond or something in them. And then there's a, like a 
little uh, clove of garlic. Um, oh. I've seen them with jalapenos. Oh. Um, Isn't it like a cheesy type one? Yeah, there's a blue yeah. cheese. That's the one I like the most. The garlic is good too. I, I yeah, but nobody wants to kiss you after New Year's Eve when you've eaten nobody garlic wants olives. To kiss me anyway. Come <laughs> on, that ain't happening. Oh, okay. Well, I've given you all the news I have. I told you about my vacation. We talked to the mayor. I don't know that there's anything else we need to do today. Well, I don't want to talk too much about New Year's Eve because that's still coming up. And nobody wants to hear me talk anyway. Uh, that's so, right. Um, so. Even when I do have a voice, nobody wants to hear me talk. So, uh, oh, I don't know about you that. Wanna, you want to go ahead with the uh, the rest of this stuff, or uh, you got something else you want to? Well, I was just looking. Today hey, is Tuesday. Now, Swan Lake has a New Year's Eve party. Have we figured out who else is? Is anybody else having one? I mean, Swan oh. Lake has their annual. I'll have to look thingy. around and see. Um, just keep listening. We're running a, a commercial for them yeah. on that. But that's a that's a good deal. MGB, I believe, is going to yeah, be out there. And, and, and you else. can get a room that includes breakfast yeah. the next morning. Yeah. And, and their ad says something about food from around the world right. every hour, like a yep. different food comes out. Yeah, they're going to have different foods from around the world. That comes with it, too. It's not horribly expensive, either. Now, Rusty, I do see on the agenda, I don't see a guest for tomorrow's show, so it looks like it'll just be you and me having fun, although the mayor didn't even show up on on the calendar here, so we're going to have to work on our calendar. Um, So tomorrow will be you and me, but then on Thursday, Thursday we have a a ball game. We've got two of them. Yes. Uh, The tournament starts. It's Plymouth plays Whitco. Wait a minute, I don't think, they changed that, because Whitco oh. dropped out, oh, um, so I have to change that on the schedule. Uh, it is going to be West Central Okay. Uh, at 10.30 in the morning, and then uh, if they win, they come back for the uh, uh, championship evening session. I think it starts at 7.30, the other game in the evening starts at 6. I'm trying to remember who the other teams are. Uh, West Central, Knox, uh, I can't for some reason remember the other team but you're um, gonna have to leave by nine thirty to get mm-hmm. over there and get set up yeah, very much so. on thursday so it doesn't look like we'll have a show thursday i can't have bob help me <laughs> uh, no you can't have bob help you i don't know we'll see bob's, if i can bob's been uh, he's been sent to his room but we will be here on new year's eve yeah you and i together yeah we will do something for New Year's Eve. Okay, yeah. Uh, we'll see what happens on Thursday. Tomorrow it's going to be open forum, so we're definitely going to need some callers. Sure. To help us out tomorrow. Uh, yeah, Thursday will be basketball. Okay. Um, I hope that I've got a little better than this Ugh. for two games. We, you, you're going to go home now and rest your voice, and you're not going to talk to anybody. I haven't been. I, this is the, I talk here. That's the only place I've been talking. Okay, if so. anybody knows any remedies to help. Rusty's cough. Yeah. Um, you know, or a, what is it? A, a shot of whiskey or something? That's no, it doesn't work. It doesn't work. You no, tried I, that I've one. tried that. Okay, darn. I, I'm still trying it just to make sure. <laughs> We're still experimenting, but uh, no, I I, uh, I don't talk except in here. Nobody wants to hear me talk at my house. They're like, 
Your voice is bad. Shut up. So. All right. Well, maybe maybe you can get out of here and go take a nap today. I'm thinking maybe a throat transplant might be a good idea. At <laughs> Ooh. This point. Um, be might actually work best. But, Gargle um, with salt water? I, I don't know. I've tried. I've tried everything. I've got the honey at home. Oh yeah, um, that's always that doesn't fun. Work. Uh, once it's gone, it's gone. You're not gonna get it back until it decides to come back. But, um, All right. I don't know. We'll see. Well, we won't hear from Rusty, except for recording the news, yeah. and we won't hear from him for the rest of the day. Then, folks. That's a good idea. Uh, anyway, <laughs> let's. Uh, Let's hear from me. We don't have any birthdays today, so I won't talk very long on that. I'll just remind you that um, if you want to be eligible for our prize on Friday, got to get it here. That's four cupcakes from Lotus Dessert Cafe. Also, a free small drink from the Coffee Lodge. Also, have uh, no anniversaries today. If you have one before the end of the year, get it to us. We'll have a drawing Friday for 50 bucks from Deaton Clemens Van Gilder Funeral Home. So make sure you get that in to us. And now it's time for the trading post. You can buy, sell, trade, give away four items for days. You know the role. Uh, they have chickens. They need egg cartons. So uh, if you have egg cartons that you would like to find a, pl- a home for, uh, 574-767-1391. That's 574-767-1391. They're looking for egg cartons. And that is training post for today. Let's go shopping. That's all I got. All righty. Well, that's all I've got. So we will be back. Yeah. Tomorrow morning, right after the nine o'clock news. Back tomorrow at nine.